child. I'm in my own kitchen today and I'm boiling up some primordial soup. There is your primordial soup machine. So have you been following the Olympics? Yeah. How closely? With great admiration. (laughs) Admiration? Yeah. I'm just impressed they all managed to turn up. You thought they weren't going to turn up? Yeah. Some of them didn't. What? So that... Lots of people... Like, lots of people... Teams had to drop out because there was COVID cases. You've got people like uh, Simone Biles, who's dropped out now before her competition. I feel like if you don't turn up, you should... Um, uh, they'd have a virtual version of you to run uh, in your place. A virtual? Uh, how would that? What? <laughs> like a hologram or something? Well, that wouldn't make any sense because it'd be pre-recorded, uh, so, well, so they would know exactly how fast you were. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that but then that's like uh, you know, it, no, because someone else might be faster. Someone else could be faster, yeah. But that's not fair that they're running against a pre-recorded thing that could never be faster. You wouldn't be happy as the competitor that you could only be as fast as that run that was filmed. Well, you're not going to, like, trip them up. No, you won't. But then why don't you just make everyone uh, uh, a hologram and not have any real competitors? For the spectacle of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, but the spectacle is the. Well, I'm just saying I, they haven't made it holograms for a reason. What reason is that? That that would be insane. <laughs> um, I think it would be insane. Yeah, I think it's. I insane. know you would. Yeah, of course you would. I think it's insane to make people compete in any respect. You don't think it, the, the the concept of sport is wrong? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay, well that's a good start to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So you, in every form, you think sport is wrong. I think it's cruel. Cruel to who? The animals. Okay, well, there's a limited number of sports that still involve animals. Greyhound racing. Yeah, ground racing, horse racing. Add your bait in. <laughs> yeah, well, I should say, none of these are in the Olympics. Cockfighting, yeah. yes they are. No, they're not. Cockfighting's not in the Olympics, James. Um, Cockfighting, does cockfighting still really happen? Oh boy, does cockfighting still happen. It's totally legal in Peru, the Dominican Republic, Haiti, and others. Cuba actually opened an official cockfighting stadium in 2016, capable of holding 1,000 spectators. What the fuck, Cuba? The one where you tie a firework to a bull's head. (laughs) What's that one? That's not a game. That's something you did specifically that you've now internalized and tried to rationalize by Um, saying it was a sport. It's not a sport, but that does actually happen. It's a custom known as Toro Envolado, held in southern Catalonia and Valencia, where a bull has balls of flammable material attached to its horns, which are then set on fire, and the bull is released to run around the town as spectators try to dodge it. Spain really hates bulls, doesn't it? There is swinging a cat. In a small room. <laughs> you love talking about that. <laughs> that wasn't so much a game. What was a game was just throwing cats into the air. Was, was a game. Um, there's a high high throw. The high the, you, you call that sport the high throw. Yeah. Yeah. You take a cat and just throw it up in the air. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it was gr- it was during a great purge. There was a, a real anti-cat sentiment across Europe. Anti-Catholic sentiment. And that is Anti- now. That'd be funny, yeah, if we've just misread the uh, the scriptures. And it was actually, no, they would throw Catholics up into the air. Yeah. Yeah. And swing Catholics around by their tails. That would be crazy. That'd be crazy, because people would remember. People would be like, how do we misremember Catholics as cats? That's cats. And then you'd be like, that bloody Protestant magic again. Yeah. Ironically, much of the anti-cat sentiment that was pervasive in Europe in the Middle Ages was perpetuated by the Catholic Church. Cats were often associated with witchcraft, and popes like Gregory IX encouraged cat burning. What about, um, just, yeah. swimming? Swimming doesn't hurt any animals. You have to kill all the fish in the water before you... <laughs> You get in. I would hope there was no fish in the pools because it is chlorinated. They just run an electrical current through it. <laughs> Why would? They? Well, you know the way like they have to build a new Olympics stadium every year. Like every every Olympics, they have to like build it all from scratch. Uh, so I've heard. Th- yeah, so they would have to build the swimming pools, fill it with water, fill it with fish. Yeah, the fish just get in. It's like when you get rats and spiders in your house. You don't fill your house with them; they just get in. Yeah, but. Uh, Fish wouldn't come, they're not going to be connected. A pool isn't connected to a natural water source. Doesn't need to be. And again, if it just got into the pool, it would die because it's chlorinated. Yeah, it is electrified. Okay, yeah, let's just say it's electrified. I'm just saying that then the fish don't even get into it to begin with. They do. They don't. I I, I can't have this argument. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) What about. are you still trying to think of sports that animals are involved in as to why we should I'm just trying to think of one that doesn't involve an animal. <laughs> about the 500 meter sprint? Um, there's a hare that's tied to a track. No, that's for greyhound that's racing. That's for every yeah. running race. No, humans don't require a, a visual metaphor for running around the track. They do. You just don't see they it. Don't. it moves. You don't. Well, you just don't see it because it's that fast. It just moves yeah. ahead of the camera. People always come away from the Olympics quite shaken uh, that every <laughs> yeah. race featured a live hair. But the winner tears apart. That's no, 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 James. Now, now you're just reading the wrong kind of news sources. I don't believe that for a second. Okay. All right. I'm not here to convince you. I'm here to convince the audience. On well, my, I don't think they're convinced. And they're on my side. No, you can't do that. No. No, no, no. You no, just no, keep no. looking the other way. I keep looking the other way. Yeah. And uh, I. Keep my eyes open. Okay. Well, at least one of us is, you know, keeping our finger on the pulse. Mm. So, I mean, if that's how you feel, so just every sport is wrong. Yeah. Then there's no point in me asking what's your favourite sport. Yeah. Okay. They might as well ask me anyway. Okay. What's your favourite sport, James? Uh, Probably Badger baiting out of all of them. (laughs) (laughs) What is badger baiting? Is it just killing badgers? Yeah, you tie a badger up and release a load of dogs onto her. Is that actually it? Yeah. Why would you do that? I like it as a name, because, like, baiting implies that you're somehow, like... Trying to catch it. Or that almost that you're, like, in, like, provoking the badger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But really, it doesn't matter what the badger does. This doesn't still happen, does it? Yeah. Where? It's in pubs around Ireland. In pubs? Yeah, around the back. Right, right. You really care. I mean, it's quite hard to catch a badger. Yeah. 
yeah so you do have some respect for the for the, ma- for the participants yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least they did catch a badger um i would have thought i didn't know it was even an irish thing i would have associated it with um english gentry or something no sadly james is correct Badger baiting still occurs across Ireland and Britain despite its outlawing since 1835. In 2018, Northern Irish paramilitary gangs were reported to be selling badgers for £700 each for badger baiting. Uh, the bear fights, those used to be impressive in London. Yeah. Yeah? No, you didn't want to you didn't want to... Well, tell me about them. Well, no, I just thought you were going to say, you know, yeah, bear fights when those large... Uh, hairy men fought each other, you know? Yeah, when one proposed and the other in public and the other was embarrassed. So they fought. They fought. (laughs) (laughs) And then people built a stadium around them as they did so. Yeah. Well, just bear bear fights was literally catching a bear and then uh, uh, I'm actually not sure if it was making two bears fight or you'd put people in and try to kill them. There was definitely, they fought, they put lions and bears to fight each other. Bear baiting was actually very similar to badger baiting, in that a bear was tied to a post and dogs were set upon it to kill it for people's entertainment. It was extremely popular in England from the 12th to 18th centuries. Elizabeth I even overturned a parliamentary ban on bear baiting on Sundays. James I hosted private shows involving bears and lions taken from the Tower of London's Animal Menagerie. That'd be amazing. Would you love to... Wait, you just, you just spoke about how much you think it's wrong for sport to be affecting animals. Yeah, this was just two animals competing. Uh, yeah, for their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Sport is life, uh, you know? Who do you, What do you say? Sport is life, yeah. yeah. Who do you think would win in a fight between a bear and a lion? Uh, what type of bear? Brown. And what type of lion? Yellow. <laughs> yeah, yellow and hairy. Uh, probably a bear. Correct. I feel like a bear could beat any animal. Elephant. Yeah. I don't think a bear could beat an elephant. It would like twist its trunk, <laughs> and then it would die later <laughs> from infection. <laughs> it would choke to death yeah. from that. Yeah. It forgets to open its mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Feel like- Which was ironic because they never forget. They never shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. the thing about a bear winning was that it's just apparently the the reach of a bear would kill a lion very easily. So it just has to get one swipe downward on a a lion and it would probably do well. Yeah. Yeah. What if the lion dodged? I know, it's just saying the, the lion would need to do a lot more attacks than the bear would would only need one swipe. Well, it's like, you know when they have those fights where it's like, let's pair up a, a, a martial artist with a heavyweight boxer. Yeah, I love that. And see what happens. Yeah, but it's just like, well, no, the, the heavyweight always wins because it doesn't really matter. It's whoever has the biggest reach and who's heavier is kind of all it really comes down to. Yeah, who got paid more? <gasps> oh, now that's political. Now that is sport. Yeah. Uh, what just happened with that? Did Conor McGregor do one of those? What? Where he fought against like a heavyweight boxer and lost. He did that ages ago. Oh. Well. He did it with mm, that guy called Money Penny or something. Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. The Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight happened in 2017, but kind of defeats Ronan's point about the larger opponent always winning. Mayweather was a lie to middleweight and one inch shorter. 
and four pounds lighter than McGregor. Mayweather earned around $280 million for the fight, truly earning his nickname, Floyd, Money Penny, Mayweather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mayweather is not exactly a more... Uh, That's you know. it. Yeah. It's like, what's the best kind of uh, temperature to go picking flowers in? Money Mayweather. Penny. Money penny. <laughs> you buy them with money pennies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the best type of money to... Be... Pay a sports person with? Yeah, not pennies, tell you that much. Probably a check. Yeah, the check. I don't even know if they'd like a check these days. <laughs> uh, probably a uh, Bitcoin. What um, do you think? The James Bond now the James Bond is now called. Oh, is he still called James Bond? He's called okay. ha- hashtag James Bond. Bond, yeah, because Bond is the name for money as well. Mm, I just meant they're modern. They're modern. Yeah. Oh, how do you update their names? Yeah. Oh, I get so you. Okay. Hashtag James Bond. So his name is legally added a hashtag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Money penny is called Bitcoin Bit- money. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Money. Money Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Q is called Q. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you not just move it to another letter further up the alphabet? No, because it's supposed to be Q like the conspiracy guy. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Sure. Okay. Who else is there? Casino uh, Royale and- is called Paddy Power. Okay. But the Casino Royale also still exists in Monaco. No, it doesn't. Casino Royale, while based on the Monte Carlo Casino, is not a real place. In the novel it is set in the fictional resort town of Royale Les O, but in the 2006 film it is moved to Montenegro. The exterior of the building in the film is actually a spa in Carlo Viveri, in the Czech Republic. The real Monte Carlo Casino has featured in several Bond films though such as Golden Eye and Never Say Never Again. I just needed to clarify this as I didn't want all you Bond heads out there writing in. M is called... Money Penny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wait, is that so just the woman who played... The the, the character of Money Penny has now made it up to being M in MI6? No. No. They've just decided to name... She's called Bitcoin Money. And (laughs) M... Okay. M is money penny. All Who right. else is there? Uh, what's Blofeld called? He's called Sock Feel. <laughs> How is that an update? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just sounds like it's different. It just sounds like it's a new take as opposed to an update. Wait, what's his name? Blofeld. Blofeld. Sock Feel. Okay. Because. Yeah, now they're the present tense instead of past. Uh, yeah. And yeah. he's sucking. Yeah, he's suck. Okay. Uh, Goldfinger. iPad. <laughs> <laughs> what would his whole thing then be? Because you know the way Goldfinger is obsessed with gold. He's obsessed with apps and okay, <laughs> and electricity. Yeah. Uh, Octopussy. She's called. Octolicious. Octolicious? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to like increase it like uh, it's Deco Pussy or Nano Pussy. No, just. Double Dodeca Pussy. That'd be a change, not an update. It would be, be, it'd be increasing the number. She's called Semi Pussy. So she's half a. 
Uh, what? It's called Eye Pussy. She's called okay. <laughs> All right, the Pussy Three Sixty. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. When you see it, you turn three sixties and walk <laughs> away. And you go, well, three sixty would be right back around to look at it again. Moon, but you moonwalk. <laughs> So this is during Moonraker, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't think of a single other James Bond character. You've, you've Please, come on, you know more. Uh, uh, um, I really don't. I've, I've hardly seen any. Uh, Doctor No. He's called... Doctor Now. Doctor Now. Doctor mm-hmm. Neo. Mm-hmm. Doctor Neo. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Neo Cortex. <laughs> Doctor Neo from The Matrix. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a doctor. Yeah. It's just a reference. Yeah, okay, I get you, I get you. Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just going to be a much more reference-filmed film series. And tell me this, what sports would James Bond play in these films? Uh, Calvin Ball. I don't say tonsil hockey. No, I already gave my answer. Calvinism. Calvin Ball. Calvin Ball. I, yeah. Which is you know that stupid what? sport that people on the internet reference. Is that a real thing called Calvin Ball? Yeah, or you play, um, what's that book called? What's that you author? Need to it down. <laughs> the other people used to like, and now they don't <coughs> like anymore. Oh, Quidditch? No. Wait, yeah, maybe like you play JK Quidditch. <laughs> James Bond plays Quidditch. Yeah. Well, that would be handy for, like, British tourism, for them to just mould all of those entities into one. So it's just James Bond and Harry Potter are the same thing now. Uh, and if they could fit the monarchy in in a, in a really direct way, then they'd be set. King Bond plays Quidditch. <laughs> yeah, King Bond goes to the Quidditch match. No, he plays it. And tell me this: what house would James Bond be in? The Bing Bong house. <laughs> <laughs> and I like uh, the theme tune is just uh, they don't do anything but just mash the two together in a really yeah. loud, horrible way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Welcome to James Harry Bond Potter. Yeah. King James Bond goes to Bing Bong House. The editors tried to stop them, but they launched it anyway, and it was a huge success. Uh, so what is Calvin Ball? What is Calvin Ball? You know Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah. They play a game in there. Calvin Ball has no rules. The players make up their own rules as they go along so that no Calvin Ball game is like another. Rules cannot be used more than once, except for the rule that rules cannot be used more than once. If you could invent a sport that obviously didn't affect the lives of animals, what would you create? Um, Or that one where you have to crawl around a table without touching the ground. Like the floor is lava? Yeah. You'd invent that game? Yeah. That exists? Mm. Okay. That's... I don't think you've understood the assignment. Well, what would you invent? So, my game... Let's think about it. This sport would be... Um... On uh, hover Hovercraft... It's hovercraft, but you have to shoot the other people. That sounds violent. Yeah, but it's a it's it's to bring about the future that I you know the eighties imagined. 
Um, and what... Do you know what? Now that I've said it, that fucking exists in Takeshi's Castle. It's how they end Takeshi's Castle. They shoot each other. They, they're in, like, hovercrafts going around and they have to shoot at each other. We'll be firing at the sensor pads on their dinky dodgems. It's harder than it sounds. It is. You know what? I'm so sorry. I, I give you... I give you... I, give, I, I take it back. Yeah, the floor is lava was a great invention. Thank you. <laughs> I do want um, me have to peel all your skin off. Um, I don't think that would you, you wait you that existing as a sport yeah. or you would invent it or you like that 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 already exists. I would invent it. Okay, and how does someone win? They have to you know, do they have to live it. Do you have to live through it though? Yes. Okay, so that would be very tough to win. Yeah, but so is the world. <laughs> would you participate to show how it's done? No. Okay, I just write the rule. I don't think people would have much credibility to a sport invented by someone who'd never played it. Wait, we've already done this. What? I'm pretty sure you told me that before. What? People wouldn't have much credibility to a sport that no person didn't... (laughs) 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 Well, clearly it was very memorable. You said that people wouldn't give much credit to a sport that the person who invented it didn't play it. I've never said that before. You're having deja vu. Um... I feel like they play it. Like, if you find out the guy who invented chess didn't play chess, you wouldn't suddenly be like, oh, I'll never play that again. Uh, again. So the people in this have already played it, and then they found out you'd never actually done it. Yeah. (laughs) With their skin hanging off. You see, you could only really play once, I would say. I met a guy once who ran a shop that sold chess boards. And he'd never played chess. Yeah. Just, yeah. Thanks for guessing the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I was going to say is, when it comes to chess as a sport, the person selling you the chessboard doesn't, like, it's not going to be like, and does this one handle well? Or like, you know, would you recommend this chessboard? Because it's, it's always just going to be a chessboard, you know? Um. Well, he put the a lot of research of- into it. He did, but he'd never played it. Yeah. Well, now this is just a baffling human. Yeah, it's weird. That's why it's a story. Oh, okay. He, like, went to conventions and stuff. But, like, now just refused to play chess? He just seemed to have no interest. (laughs) But he clearly had a really passionate interest. In the boards, I think. Right. Well, hey, different strokes for different folks. I mean, you have absolutely no interest in killing a child, and yet... I talk about it constantly. Loads of times you keep killing kids, yeah. Uh, you think I've killed a child? Is that what you're saying? I think you, yeah, yeah. Let's go with yeah. No. Okay. I've never done All that right. in my life. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's good to have that on record. Yeah. So if you did, you would be a liar. And people don't like liars, James. People love liars. Like who? Every time you go to the cinema, you see a liar. That's not lying. That's acting. What's the difference? Tell me what the difference uh, is. I'll give you 50 euro. <laughs> if you are acting, you believe it to be true. When you lie, you know it's not true. Actors know they're lying. They're not. It's not lacting. It's not acting. It is. Lacting? Now that'd be something. Lactated. L- lack, no, lying and acting. Lactating would, is also a very valuable lying, thing. That's a redundant phrase, lying and acting, because they're both lying. So you think the Oscars should say and the award for best liar goes to? Yeah. 
uh, and best supporting liar. Yeah. And then the director. Does anything else change? No. No. Do you think of acting and lying as a sport? Yeah. No. Okay. No. All right. I think it's actually worth establishing that the difference between acting and lying is that it comes down to the expectation and understanding of the recipient or viewer. Lying happens without the, the recipient's consent, while acting takes place in an environment where the viewer understands that they are to expect the individual they are observing to portray a different truth to the reality they understand. What do you think the for- first sport was? Golf. Obviously, by golf. No. Did they know? No, golf was invented quite late. Uh, well, like, in the history... Well, that's not... I mean, sports are... There's a lot of very modern sports. Like what? Like, uh, well, people do try to play fucking Quidditch. Um, and then there's things like... Just for the record, golf was invented in 15th century Scotland. Oh, what's a recent... How do you, you play Quidditch? People run around with the sticks, like, between their legs and they pass the ball around. Uh, it's introduced a lot of otherwise non-athletic individuals to an athletic endeavor. Oh, that's so stupid. Why do they need the sticks? Why do they need the sticks? Yeah. Because that's the only thing that ties it towards being... Um, Quidditch. Quidditch, that they want it to be. Yeah, I think they do it on that. They don't cycle around, do they? That'll make more and sense. And who knows, if, if they hold out long enough, you know, they'll be able to bloody fly. In airplanes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. When everyone has their own personal airplane. Yeah. The bo- they can just throw the ball back to one another. See, the balls are supposed to fly in that sport, aren't they? Yeah. Which you could do now. You could make a drone be the. Uh... Yeah, you're going to hit a drone, you see. No, the, 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 the snitch. Yeah. You know, the thing you just catch. But they're all supposed to fly. Like. I don't think the balls fly. They do. The bludgers fly. No, there's like two things that hit you. Yeah, and then the rest is just a, the ball is a normal ball to score a goal. Well, no, they float. I don't know if it floats. They I do, think you just throw them because they're really high in the air. Yes, that's why you have to be really good at throwing. No, they never fall to the ground, and you have to pick them up and throw them again. Well, they could always make them float back up with magic. But, so they you know, float in in the midst of the game. They gotta just go. You're the hey, you're the Potterhead. You're the you're the you're the Harry Potter expert. I don't know. The ball they throw around is called a quaffle, and it doesn't float magically. The bludgers and the snitch do. So much fun. What bullshit sport would you like to play? Let us know at primordialviews at gmail.com. What house would you be in Harry Potter? We've no, I'm not getting into that again. You can't always you can't always derail me like this. What? <laughs> We've talked about which houses we'd be in. Just remind me. I'd be uh, I'd be um, a conscientious objector to the housing system. I really I'd shake up Hogwarts for the inside. <laughs> sure, I'll be Dobby. It, After he becomes free, no, before he dies. No, no, he has to be a slave. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then also, you don't get free, and you die. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Anything to not be sorted into a house against my will. But you have to be a slave of someone in a house. Mm, well, I'm a slave, so it doesn't really matter. And also, you're in the house as well. <laughs> no, I'm not in that. They wouldn't let me. No, they absolutely do not want to consider. If you want to be a slave owner, you're not also like, but thankfully my slave is also in my house. Yeah. Like they think of them as separate. They're not worthy of being in their house, you know. When Irish people had slaves, they were like the fine carry slave, you know? <clears throat> when What was the period of Irish history where we were keeping slaves in Kerry? 
The 60s. <laughs> okay, the 90s. Right. Yeah. Uh, to speak of the 60s, Frisbee, that's a pretty modern uh, sport. Yeah. You know? The sport of ultimate Frisbee was developed in 1968 by students at Columbia High School in Maplewood, New Jersey. So you see, lots of sports invented in the six in the uh, in the. Uh, there are lots of modern, you know, newish sports. Uh, I don't know how old things like cricket are. The sport of cricket has a known history dating to the late 16th century. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Gaelic football is one of the oldest, or hurling is one of the oldest sports that we know of. Is it? Yeah, it's thousands of years old. What about uh, some ancient Chinese sport? Such as? I'm saying what we that we know about. Hmm? <laughs> you and I. Oh, right. <laughs> what about um, Go? The game of Go was invented in China more than 2,500 years ago and is believed to be the oldest board game continuously played to the present day. But Hurling's history is genuinely prehistoric. Go, yeah. I mean, again, I said Hurling is one of the oldest. How old is Hurling? It's thousands of years old, like 3,000 years old. Really? Yeah. How did they know that? Uh, archaeological evidence. What? They found a ball. They found a, uh, the way archaeology works. They were able to find evidence of people playing sports. I don't believe this. Okay. You don't have to. I'm convincing the uh, listener, not it's you. It's 3,000 years old. I don't know. Just Google how old is Hurley. Hurley. Is it Hurley or Hurling? Hurling. What do you mean? You're Irish. <laughs> how old? Okay. According to the GAA.com, mm-hmm. it's 3,000 years old. There you go. Thank it's you. Hardly an impartial source. More, never a more official source than the Gaelic Athletic Association. Uh, the oldest literary reference, twelve thousand BC. No, there isn't a literary reference from twelve thousand yes, BC. What it says. <laughs> okay, well, well, now I'm gonna cast out on whatever else they have to say. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 book did they find from twelve thousand BC that they could read? <laughs> I don't know. Some old one. Mm. Um. The oldest literary reference to hurling is actually from the fifth century AD. It's noted in Brehan Law. In Scotland, in the Isle of Man, they have a game called Kamek. Yeah, it's very similar. It's also known as Shinty. Scotland also has their own version. It's just not. They don't have a GAA like we do. The earliest written references to it, to the sport, are in Brehan Law. Gotta look this up. This is hurling still, yeah? When you follow that reference, it just brings you back to the GAA pitch. That is so nice. It's all self-contained. It's very easy to track. That's very handy for us. Which is your favourite Gaelic game? Kamek. Okay, well that's not... So, of the GAA's games, sports. Uh, road bowling. Road bowling isn't actually governed by the Gaelic Athletic Association. It is governed by the Voluntary Irish Road Bowling Association. Ro- okay. <laughs> Who's your favourite road bowler? Uh, no, I just like the game. I don't like the people who play it. Ah. Okay. So, how do you get to enjoy the game itself? Uh, I just like watching it. But I just imagine yeah. that they're all, you know... Non nice people. What? Non entities. Yeah. Right. David Foster Wallace wrote a good essay on sport. What was it? He was talking about why sports biographies are so boring. Why sports biographies? He's, he wrote a book about why sports biographies are so boring. Yeah. I didn't know they were so boring. Well, maybe they are. I've never read one. Have you? He says it's because they um, 
the people who are good at sport are the sort of people who like to reflect too much. Sure. You know, like, if you overthink, you, um... You'll psych yourself out yeah, of the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't the point... I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not in the business of trying to get good biographies out of people. Would they not assign a writer to help them tease that out? Someone who can... No. I mean, surely they're only writing it when they've retired. No, I think they write it at the peak of their fame, you see. But... Th- well, that's a bit weird to really, to want to read someone's biography when they haven't they're finished to make, their career. They're trying to make money out of it. I suppose. But I mean, like, uh, the uh, people really love those uh, new sports ones. The Last Dance, the basketball one. Those documentaries. What's that? It's the one where they interview Michael Jordan about uh, playing in for the the team in the 90s, the Chicago Bulls. So The Last Dance. It's called The Last Dance. It was a very, very big show on Netflix last year. Oh. But what does he say? Yeah. He just uh, offers some ins- uh, some insights, some reflections. He- people come away from it thinking he's in- crazy, that he's a crazy person. Why? Like what? He did things like in Space Jam, the premise was he wanted to be able to spy on the other players. So that's why he got all the other players involved in the film. What other players? He, had to- he insisted that they build a basketball court uh, so they could all play basketball during filming. So he could look at their tactics and their moves. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize there were any other uh, basketball players in Space Jam. Have you not seen it? Yeah. There's loads. Uh, there's uh, even um, Charles Barkley's in it. Where do they come into it? They're the ones who they steal, the, the monsters steal those basketball players' powers, and that's how they become the big strong oh, yeah, monsters. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Charles Barkley? Yeah. I didn't realize he was a basketball player. What do you think he was? A musician or something. You're, think- <laughs> You're thinking of Gnarls Barkley. Right. Who sang crazy. Give us another mad Michael Jackson thing or mad Michael Jordan thing. <laughs> I'll give you some mad Michael Jackson <laughs> things if you listen. We can get really get into that, James. No, give me another mad Michael Jordan thing. Um, he uh, there's a, a a player who is not really considered that good, but either way, they 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 played one game and he had a, the game of his life and like scored 31 shots on Michael Jordan and then Michael Jordan took that incredibly personally and then like went out of his way to try and destroy him in the next game really yeah it's a winning attitude Be- probably yeah maybe yeah but people have been very uh, unsettled by it and have ridiculed him really he's not involved in the new space jam you know he's not didn't want to be involved in that isn't that weird well, it's too old he could just he, should, he, should, he just could have made a cameo I could not be in it at all. How would you? What do you think? Uh, how do you think he should come into it? I would have had him um, when they're when it's the bottom of the ninth, which is not a basketball reference. No. Uh, they would have been like, when all hope is lost, who who can they call to to help? Because uh, they probably still view him as the greatest basketball player of all time, though. Who? The monsters. I think. Uh, yeah, the monsters. I think. I think basketball fans in general. I think there's no refuting. He was the greatest of all Still time. the best player. Okay. So then they'd be, then they would have him walk on, uh, and maybe there's a, a joke that happens. Maybe it's like he go he walks on, but then gets run over by a Looney Tune or something and can't help, or you know, he does one move and that's all he needs to do, and they win or something. You know, there's a lot of the different ways. The, sh- the film wasn't that well written by all accounts, so they could have done anything. So was going to show up the guy who's in it now. The guy's in a net. In it now. Who's the current guy in Space Jam? In Space Jam, it's um, um, uh, LeBron James. 
So imagine he can't win and then Michael Jordan has to win it for him. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much power LeBron James has over the writing process. Is he a good actor, do you think? LeBron James? Mm. No. Have you- I've only ever seen him in one other thing, which was that film Trainwreck with uh, Amy Schumer. Have you seen? He was all right. In have that. you seen Space Jam too? No. Um, I, I wouldn't be mad to go see. Do you it. think actors necessarily make good? Do you want to go see it together? No. Do you think actors necessarily make good? Would you go see it on its own? Is it just me that you wouldn't want to go see it? No, with? I have no interest in seeing Space Jam too. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Just making sure. With you. The. Oh, uh, Jay. Oh, Jay. <laughs> do you think actors necessarily make good sports people? Do no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think actors would necessarily make good sports people. I'm sure some of them are very good. They often do uh, those um, celebrity, you know, matches. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't. No, I don't think. I think they're two very different skills: acting and athleticism. Yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, sports people make good actors? Again, no. Very, very. I'd say even worse. I would say fewer sports people are very good actors than actors being good at sport. It's like if actors can learn their lines, why can't they learn the rules of sport? You know what I mean? If actors can say that again. If actors can learn their lines, yeah. which I think you and I agree, they often yeah. do. Mm-hmm. How can they can't learn the rules of a sport? Because knowing the rules of a sport does not make you good at that sport. And how could they learn how to be good at it? Because you have an... Uh, how did the sports people learn to be good at the sport? Uh, why can't actors just learn to be good at it? Well, I'm sorry, what age are you asking them to become? Any age. Any age. No, because you can only... There's a very short window where someone can be incredible at sport. Robert De Niro learned how to box for Raging Bull. Yeah, for a film. He didn't have to win a fight. It was written. But he could still beat up your man. He didn't have to beat up anyone. He did. In fact, that would have been a big issue if he did beat Your up man someone. said that he could have gone pro. That's good. I'm, that's a rare exception. Michael Jordan learned baseball for... Yeah, and he was really bad at it. People didn't like him at all playing base, uh, baseball. Well, he didn't learn it. He was good at it. He didn't learn it. He's like, I'm sure he just knew the rules of baseball. Um, I'm trying to think of other sports films. You're trying to think of act, sports people who became actors? Vince Vaughn learned to play dodgeball. He was really good at that. <laughs> yeah, learning how to pl- ha- learning the rules of a sport for a film is not the same as excelling in that sport. Now, there have been some occasions, I believe, where an actor has taken up a sport that they portrayed on film and have done well, but they're never going to be as successful at the sport as they were at being an actor. You know what I mean? If you take up one sport, what would it be? If I had to take up one sport... Mm. Uh, a competitive sport. Yeah. Um, fencing. No, you wouldn't. Come on, give me a real one. What do you mean, I wouldn't? I did. You're not, I fenced. You're not classy enough. I fenced. You're not classy enough. I know you. But I did it, so... But you didn't. I know you're lying. I did it in college. I bet you just turned up to look at the girls in their skimpy... <laughs> in, the, in, their, in their skimpy fencing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> With their big, sexy masks that cover their entire heads. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was into it for. Uh, there is no sport I would take up because I would have taken it up already. Uh, really? Well, like, what sport were you going to begin? Frisbee? What are those, <laughs> no, what are those nerd sports, you know? No, I'm not taking up Frisbee. There's no there's no competitive sport I'm going to take up. I don't want to... I don't like playing competitive sport. Really? 
Yeah. Why, what do you like? Uh, chess. Mm-hmm. What about all the animals that get hurt in chess? Uh... Those little horses forced to do the dance of their masters. I'm so good at it that they're happy to die, you know? <laughs> right. Yours, so you uh, so you do already play chess, not what you would take up? Uh, no, I guess I would, I would be so good at it. You would be so good at it that they'd be happy to die. Yeah. Right. Chess. Okay. So take up chess. I'm surprised you don't know how to play it already. Um... You try to give off this, uh, you know, intellectual exterior that would suggest you're a very good chess player. Very Machiavellian in your thoughts. In my shrewdness. Yeah, exactly. You're always four steps ahead. I'm 25 steps ahead. That's too far away to even make it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Just being like 25 steps ahead. The person behind isn't even aware that they're competing against yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I've already finished the game. Yeah. The game was over for us. Alright, it's like, okay. Oh, I've lost? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's impressive. Um, What's your f- least favourite sport? If you had to play one? My least favourite sport to play? Yeah. I would probably never want to do something like MMA. What about to watch? To watch, I would say the worst sport to watch is just something that's painfully boring. Dog shooting or something. <laughs> <laughs> who is this who, how would that be a sport you put a load of dogs in a barrel <laughs> and, sh- and shoot into yeah, it yeah a load of shotgun into it so you're this is a sport you are inventing now this is the actual answer to that question earlier. no no this is the sport I would least like to play so who but where does this sport be played where is it played um think carefully now before you state anywhere why just okay go ahead where plays the sport of dog shooting what were you going to imply? Nothing. Just say your answer now. Why? What do you mean, why? I'm asking you. China. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, no, that's not. That's that's not a sport played in China. Uh, as a disclaimer. <laughs> um, <laughs> do not go to China expecting to see. Dog it's not like bullfighting, which is done in Spain. Ernest Hemingway wrote a really good essay on um, dog yeah, shooting. Yeah, in the afternoon. <laughs> he said it's worth the life. What was what was his what was his essay on dog shooting called? He said it's worth seeing seven dogs and crammed into a barrel, <laughs> in a shot. Yeah, you you sure he didn't write that about bullfighting? The aesthetics is worth it. Yeah. Really sounds like you're describing him describing bullfighting in Death in the Afternoon. He said the dogs are such noble. Deaths. Yeah, the dog is such a new, noble creature that even in death it has yeah. beauty. And <laughs> seven of them yeah. have they had a lot of beauty. <laughs> and he always kept equating seven dogs to one bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this was him visiting China in the twenties. Yeah, twenties China. Very romantic. Nineteen twenties China, where they were. Do- yeah, yeah. Well, thank God they've kept those traditions alive, thanks to Mister Hemingway. What do you think of uh, bullfighting? Do you think it's cool? I don't think it's cool. I don't think it... But no, this podcast started with you saying how you think every sport is wrong because <laughs> it hurts animals. Uh, bullfighting specifically hurts animals. Bullfighting is the only exception that approves the rule. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I wasn't even going to say... Is it the worst sport for an animal? I mean, no. Fox hunting is probably... Or what, what, Wait, actually, what do you think is worse? 
the way a bull is killed in bullfighting or the way a fox is killed in I think, um, or a hare so theoretically a fox or a hare can escape you know yeah that's, yeah you're right so yeah no a bull will be killed yeah but maybe it's, but that certainty is it's a sort of relief you know yeah also I would say the dog you know when the hounds attack the animals like that they're killing them the way they would always kill a natural kill them naturally you know they're not trying to prolong their deaths for the sake of showmanship yeah whereas bullfighting is very much about trying to kill the bull slowly yeah he cut his legs off I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think they cut the legs off. That'd be quite a strong uh, matador. Do they eat the bull? I don't think you want to eat a bull. The, the meat would be incredibly tough. Do they eat the fox? They actually do eat the bull after its fight. Casa Bio is famous for offering carne de toro de lidia, or meat from a bull killed in a bull fight, all year round. But even the owner of the restaurant admits it's a very tough meat. No, I think they do stuff the fox or um, make fabric or, you know, like scarves and stuff out of the fox, though. Um, what about fox hunting with a sniper? So you're j- literally just going out and killing foxes yeah. on your own? Yeah. I uh, don't think that would be considered a sport, even. I don't think that could in any way be defensible because it wouldn't be associated with uh, the aristocracy in Britain who would then lobby to make sure that it couldn't be done. Um, it is... It's shame that they're trying to ban fox hunting. Okay, you just said that bullfighting was the only exception. <laughs> so now, why is why is fox hunting also fine? <laughs> uh, I think the fox dies a noble death. There's also there's d- nothing nothing noble about how a fox is killed in fox hunting. Really, it's ravaged to death by a hound. It slinks away for a few hours and then gets torn apart by wild dogs. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I think that's a very horrible way to die and nothing dignified about it. Which do you think is better? Fox hunting or myxomatosis? Myxomatosis, is that the parasite? It's the man-made disease that kills uh, hares and rabbits and stuff. Like just for population control? Yeah. Is it under control, myxomatosis, or is it just out? I think it's extremely cruel as well. Oh, probably myxomatosis then. You think it's better? I think more people, more animals would die from myxomatosis than from hunting. So you think it's better? I don't think it's better. You said which is do I think is worse, and I said mix and toast. You said I did not say No, no, no. I didn't. Okay, now I did. No, no. I'm saying mix is better. Is worse. Is worse. Really? You could ne- even if you wanted to do this, you could, you're trying to say that I think fox hunting is better. Yeah. But I'm not saying that. You think fox am, hunting is better? I'm saying, I'm saying they're both bad, but I would probably say the mix effects are worse. Okay. Which thing yeah. is worse? One, two, or three? Say, no. no, how could I possibly just answer say, that? which do you think is worse? One, two, or three? Which which number is worse? No, just answer. Uh, which do no. you think is worse? Answer number one. Answer Why would I answer two, that with it before getting to read three. this? Before my lawyer gets to look over this? Why would I ever answer Just It's just, we'll get out of the way. We can move on with the rest of the episode. Which is worse? Answer number one. One. Uh, one. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Answer number one, you said it's the worst. <laughs> so that is. Um, caring for. Care, uh, yeah, looking after. Caring for abandoned puppies. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's what you think is that's the worst. worse. You think that's worse <laughs> than, you know, blowing into a fox's mouth and. Until it explodes. Until it explodes or. Yeah. Or what was number three? Um, 
Have you ever seen that thing that you can do with a rabbit where you like push its guts out through its behind? What? Yeah. No, I've never ever heard well, of you that. You can do it. <laughs> Why would you do that? Get its guts out. You push its guts out. You just like what? Yeah, you push its guts out through it behind. Okay, that's horrible. Yeah, it is. But you said Usually you do it was <laughs> b- b- uh, worse. <laughs> You said it was better though than caring for abandoned puppies. Yeah. But sorry, is that something they why they do that when they're dead though, surely? Yeah. But this time it's okay. alive. Okay. All right. Well, I don't stand by I don't stand by my answer moments ago. I'm sorry. I was I was ignorant then. I do not <laughs> too stand. Too late. <laughs> it's too late. It's been lodged with the ombudsman. You can report your own apology <laughs> to who? Every of the audience. The audience. I'm so sorry. Audience, I did not intend for that to be construed in such did a way. Do you ever play sport in school? Uh, not for like the team of no, only like when you're made to for PE and stuff. What sport? Uh, there was yeah, we did dodgeball, soccer, rugby. Everything was kind of. You did a bit of a bit of a merc whirl. What about swimming? Well, yeah, like I mean, unless you wanted to go for the teams, and I didn't. Do you know how to swim? Yes, I know how to swim. What's your favorite stroke? <laughs> Um, my favourite stroke probably the uh, the backstroke really yeah 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 you the breast stroke oh is it yeah. oh the breast stroke is your favourite now why is that James because uh, it's easy mm-hmm do you know that the Native Americans invented the, the front stroke they invented it yeah people didn't know how to do it until they came into contact with Native Americans yeah I don't know if... Is that... No, I didn't know that. True. Where do you know that from? It, it just a bit of knowledge. Okay, all right. Well, head. I'll look into it. I'll look into... Well, James will look into it. It is true. In 1844, a swimming competition was held in London with the participation of two Native Americans. The British competitor used the traditional breaststroke, while the Native Americans swam a variant of the front crawl which had been used by people in the Americas for generations, but was not known to the British. Um, yeah, everyone said it was, like, cheating. Because it was too efficient. Uh, Hold on, cheating at what? They're just learned, They're just trying to swim. Yeah, but they were like, it's ungentlemanly. No, because the most gentlemanly is just flailing around desperately yeah, trying not to drown. The doggy yeah. battle. <laughs> A gentleman always keeps his head above the water. <laughs> your moustache must not be wet by the end of your swim session. Do you put your head underwater when you swim? Yeah. Well, like, I, my head will go underwater. But you don't hold it there for the entire length of time. <laughs> no, I don't keep it submerged for the uh, hour or so that I'm swimming. Um, What else do you do when you're swimming? Do you piss in the water or anything like that? <laughs> No, I, you know, I, 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 I count my strokes. Uh, I uh, contemplate life. Um, I try to see the, the sea creatures around me. Think about you a lot. Think about when you're doing the backstrokes. You want to stroke my back. Is that it? <laughs> well, you know, the movement of a backstroke doesn't really feel like you're stroking someone's back. No, but it's just the name. The name I know. sounds like. 
but okay and then it reminds because I'm thinking about doing the backstroke I'm thinking about yeah, stroking what's, this your na- back. what's the name of this stroke oh it's a backstroke yeah well I mean some of our best times you ever had are me stroking your back you know yeah that's true yeah so yeah I can just st- think about those I can, stro- I can stroke my own back now say that again I can stroke my own back now yeah but you know when I you don't couldn't need you I was there for you but I was there for you when I couldn't and I had a great time yeah yeah. Do you piss into the pool? I don't know. I I would try not to piss into the pool. Yes. Piss into the pool. Yeah. Into the pool would suggest you're standing outside of it and pissing in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Do you? No. No. That's good. Do you spit? You'd get banned very quickly. Do I? No, I don't. Well, what if water is in my mouth? I will spit the water out of my Do mouth. Do you drink yeah. the water? I do not drink chlorinated water or seawater. No. <laughs> do you? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. You think you seem to like swimming as a as a noble sport. Do you wear your plasters into the swimming pool? Uh if I had a wound, I would not be swimming. Really? Well, it would probably sting quite badly. It's good for wounds. Uh well, I wouldn't know. I would try and stay away. But if you did, would you? Would I wear would I wear my plaster? Yeah. Is the option between wearing a waterproof plaster into the pool or bleeding in the pool? Yeah. Then I'll wear a waterproof plaster into the pool. Uh do you ever step on someone else's plaster or anything in the pool? It's just disgusting. Uh that has occurred, yes. It's been uh yes. Yeah. I was once in Trebolgan swimming and uh there was a lot of plasters just floating around in the really? water. Yeah. Cool. It was very tough. I remember rating they ask you to rate your whole experience at the end. And I rated the pool cleanliness a one. One out of five. Really? Yeah. It was that many plastic. On what scale was one going to be good? One. Zero to one. <laughs> one. One for one. That at the end, they always load the deck there. Would you mind rating this? <laughs> yeah. Um. What else can you do in a pool? Uh, you could start a whirlpool. Yeah. You could get your guts sucked out if you're in a final fi- final destination film. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, you could compete at the Olympics. Not this year. Why? We have swimming at this no. year. Yes, they COVID. Do. There's no swimming? Yeah. Yes, there is. There is. No, there is. I've seen... No, I have. No, I've seen pictures. No. I've, no, I've seen pictures because actually I saw a, a, a meme where someone said, if you ever feel useless, just remember that there's a lifeguard at the Olympics. And, you know, a picture of a very bored-looking lifeguard looking at these professional swimmers. If you ever feel useless, just... Well, they're not professional, aren't they? You can't be professional at the Olympics. If you imagine... If you ever feel useless, just imagine that there's a gun-shooting per- guy at the Person Olympics. listening to this podcast. There's a guy shooting... Have you ever seen the gun-shooting at the Olympics? Target-shooting? No, I've never, I've never watched they it. They don't use real bullets. They don't use real no, bullets? No, they're basically just like, you know... Airsoft. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nintendo. No, they're not ele- They're not virtual. Yeah, they are. No, they're yeah, not. Yeah, this year they are. Oh, really? Yeah. They are using real ammunition at the Olympics. But Japan's incredibly strict gun laws are causing problems for competitors all the same. For example, coaches are not authorized to touch their team's guns. Oh, okay. Well, look at you know that uh, archer who uh, married its bow, their bow? Yeah, that was virtual as well. Archery is virtual yeah. as well. Right, not the marriage between the, the marriages was take, took place online, <laughs> but it was it was their own bow. Yeah, was the, their was the, bow. So they own yeah their bow. 
<laughs> but it was the bow that they owned for the sport of archery is the one that they were in a relationship with. Really? You do know what I'm talking about. You know this this real thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I hadn't actually heard of it. This is a... Uh, I forget if it was a man or a woman, but they were in love with their bow and they were in a relationship with their bow and they were an Olympian. But then, you know, in the way of some people, you know, falling in love with in, in, inanimate objects. But then, I believe they fell in love with another bow and so then they felt like they had been cheating on their original bow and they performed poorly at some big competition really yeah I feel like someone like that shouldn't be allowed to own a bow <laughs> you know well few things are few crimes are committed with a bow and arrow it's just who knows what danger they could cause well what's dangerous about love well I think there's a lot of dangerous things about love actually oh. I said it. Yeah. Uh, but like they couldn't do their job because they felt they were cheating on their bow. Yeah. I feel like if well, you could love an object, but you have to remember that it is an object. Well, no, because they can't do that. It's like the woman who married uh, the Eiffel Tower. It's actually the same person. Erica Eiffel is an American female competitive archer and advocate for object sexuality. She famously married the Eiffel Tower in a commitment ceremony in 2007. And she has said her relationship with her bow named Lance, has helped her become an elite athlete. Or the guy who marries his cars. I don't think you actually can get pimps. married with those things. Hmm? Stone Cold Pimps, the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they're pimping. <laughs> what do you think pimping is, James? Because of all the people that Eiffel Tower could have chosen, they chose them. And the car, I guess, he just bought the car. Yeah, he bought the car, so why is car he didn't really have a choice in the matter. No, that sounds more like pimping than... That is been pimping Eiffel in Tower. the 90s sort of way. Right. <laughs> Stone Cold Pimps. Stone Cold Pimps. Yeah. Uh, I d- um, well, I disagree. I mean, because also, the, the, she, I believe the, um, I believe both of those people were cheating on their partners a lot. Because I know, I think the woman who married the Eiffel Tower also tried to also marry the Statue of Liberty, which is bigamy, uh, and a Ferris wheel. Yeah, that's uh, big. Let me tell you, folks, nothing pimping about cheating on your partner. Yeah, no matter how delusional you may be, <laughs> no matter how tall and metal that <laughs> uh, you know fling might be. Thank God that's not a sport. Cheating. Some would say it is cheating. Just look at the Olympics. Ah, well, you see the way Russia isn't allowed to compete under the Russian flag? Why? Because they were banned from international competition in 2019 for doping. Really? Yeah. So what are they competing under? So everything is under, they're officially under the Russian Olympic Committee, is all the competitors. But their national anthem can't be played, their flag can't be played, and Russia can't appear on anything, although their uniform is pretty much just the Russian flag. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Good to see some justice in this world. Yes. Justice. Well, yeah. I mean, they're saying it's fair in the sense where it's not punishing the athletes, it's punishing the country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although they were supposed to be banned for four years and Putin got a push down to only two. Yeah, well, that's enough. Is it? That would mean they would have been... Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, yeah, I suppose. Hey, I convinced you, didn't I? Well, just by either way, they're only going to be missing out on one Olympics. Yeah. So doesn't really make that much of a difference. For they should have made it four Olympic years, which is 16 years. <laughs> 16 years, yeah. yeah. That'd be tough. 
Imagine, imagine if you were born on the Olympics and then you only, you know, when you're 16, you're only four years of yeah. age. Yeah. And you're really unhealthy because your parents yeah. only fed you one every four days. <laughs> yeah, they really should. The doctors really should have intervened <laughs> to explain the situation to the parents. Yeah. Would you rather be uh, your birthday happen during the Olympics or during the uh, World Cup? World Cup. Yeah. Doesn't it? Would it not sometimes? I don't know. I don't really pay much attention to that. I thought it would have occurred in July. Uh, Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it only happens in August. I don't know. Yeah. Has the World but Cup you, happened yet? But you would prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> Has the World Cup happened yet this year? What do you mean this year? Has the World Cup happened this year? When do you think the World Cup happens? I don't know. I have no idea. Every year? Are you joking? Are you joking? No. So the Olympics happens once every four years, and so does the World Cup. And it's there's two years basically in between each of them. No. But what did happen this year, very notably, was the European Championships, the Euros. Oh, is that it? Yes. But you do some big football thing on. There was a big football thing, yes. Where Italy won. Yeah. And yeah. they won the Eurovision. And exactly, yeah, they're having a great year. Yeah. 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 Would you like if we could win the Eurovision and the Olympics again? Yes. Again, sorry. I mean, if we could win the Eurovision, again. the World Cup, again. And the Olympics. And the Olympics again. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Which one do which, okay? Which one would you rather prefer? Why do I have to choose? I'm just saying. Which one do you think is the is more? Which one would you derive more joy out of Ireland winning? All of them. We win most medals at the Olympics. We win uh, uh, the World Cup, or we win Eurovision. How many medals would we win? Well, how much do the countries that get the most tend to like? I don't know. Eighty uh, at the 2016 Games in Rio. The United States won 121 medals. China came second with 70. Yeah, if we won 150 medals. I don't think we I'd even have pleased. 150 athletes. I'd like. be pretty pleased. <laughs> You'd be very. But would you be more pleased with that than us winning the World Cup? I'd be more pleased with that than if we won the World Cup every year from now on to the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we only do this at the Olympics once? Yeah. Okay. All right, and Eurovision. How does that come into it? We never sing again. Okay, that's your preferred situation. Yeah. We just never no one in compete. this country okay. ever sings a solitary yeah. note ever again. Okay, and uh, <laughs> no, wait, <laughs> no one is ever allowed to sing anything in this yeah. country. So you hate music more than you hate football. No, I just love the Olympics. <laughs> what sport do we break the most records in? Cartwheeling. Now. No, be serious. Mean, <laughs> um, yeah, be serious, please. Skateboarding. Yeah, which is in the Olympics this year. Skateboarding. That'd be very cool, wouldn't it? That would be very cool if it, you know it's a brand new sport. So only now would we discover that actually. Ireland yeah, we win 150 uh, medals in skateboarding. <laughs> in skateboarding. Yeah. And then no one ever plays the, football uh, again. The International Olympic Committee said we don't know how this happened. Yeah, we shouldn't have. Yeah. It was a real round and error. Yeah, <laughs> we rounded up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. So no one would ever play any other sport in this country again. We'd focus all our attention on skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, to round off the thing. Um, I feel like we should end with something like, um, what sport do you think sounds the silliest? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for listening, we love you very much. What topic should come next? Let us know on Twitter or at primordialviews at gmail.com. And remember, Actors know they're lying.